holidays are upon us, and in this episode we wanted to focus on several topics with regard to health and fitness. Luisa and I have both been subject to social pressure of having to look a certain way, and believe that holidays give way to much criticism, destructive ideologies, and sometimes even self-hate. What I mean by this is that when trying to be healthy and stay fit, we might try to go to extremes and forget to enjoy what the holidays are all about. Family, friends, and yes, food. In this episode, we talk about how we each struggled with holidays in the past and how we see and live them now. Plus, we give you a few tips to feel better before, during, and after big family meals without restricting in any way. Hello, Luisa, how are you? Hello, good morning. Where are you now? Where are you located? So I am now staying um, until the midst of December in London. Which oh, is that must nice. be lovely. Yes, it is lovely. <clears throat> and also the topic of today is very much in line here because it's all about holidays here in London. Every place you go, like it's crazy how many restaurants and cafes and little like pastry shops are open really literally I was walking yesterday night it was like 11 p.m everything is still open people are like enjoying the food here it's very nice to see oh it sounds lovely and then when where will you will you go to spend your holidays this year uh we go back home to Ibiza okay perfect so that that's yeah so that's the overall topic of of this this podcast that we're gonna that we're gonna have and I'm very excited and when you mentioned it I was like I'm so ready for this there's so many things I want to comment from the types of food to the portion sizes to alcohol <clears throat> so many things to comment so maybe if you can start explaining what have your holidays been and how they have changed throughout like from where when you lived in the Netherlands to where, where you live now and so on. Yes, yeah, so we have in the Netherlands uh, two big holidays that people celebrate, which is Sinterklaas, Sinterklaas, which is the 5th of December. And then we have Christmas. Um, and in the Netherlands, you have Christmas Eve, 24, 25 uh, Christmas Day. And we also have 26th, 26th, just to kind of celebrate the second day of, of Christmas. Um, but all these, all these two holidays, they are all around, they are just all about food. Basically, it's all the candy and it's all mm. the uh, family time. And it's a very nice, uh, uh, these are nice holidays. But um, definitely over the years, I would say before starting a more keto, uh, low, low carb approach, I didn't care so much about what I was eating um it was more about the things like I couldn't just stop eating it was just not about what but it was all about how much I can eat um like fully go crazy and um but then when I started more keto low-carb lifestyle I, I remember like the first year it was quite challenging because I was like okay do I just need to deprive do I just don't eat or just eat enough before going to my family's place. So I'm just full and don't eat with them, which is make, makes it again, like very um, restricted. You feel very restricted. So mm -hmm. I can definitely relate with people uh, just starting a diet or any type of like different like eating pattern. Yeah. These can be challenging for sure. And I, to be honest, it's just since, 
the last two years that I have fully accepted this holiday and just do what I want. But mm-hmm. this is a long process for sure. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned two very important topics here because when we think of holidays, we think of the foods that we eat, but also the people we're with, right? Right. So most of the times, many of us uh, are invited to to celebrate holidays uh, or at least Christmas dinner or New Year's dinner or Christmas Eve or whatever. And we we go celebrate it with someone else at someone else's house, right? And yes. first of all, we don't want to be rude. We don't want to say like, oh, I don't need this. I don't need that. We also don't want to restrict, like you said. We don't want to continue to think like, oh, I shouldn't eat this or I shouldn't eat that. Yeah. And uh, we want to think about how we want to feel afterwards, after we eat, right? But I think that having so many people surrounding us, it's so complicated to do what you want without offending or or being rude to others when you're invited of course when it's in your house then it's of course different or if you decide to eat something before then it's of course uh, different as well how is so it maybe, for you in the holidays you're going to celebrate it in barcelona yeah so i'm gonna this year i'm gonna go to italy so that that's why i started thinking oh what what am i gonna do because every time i i go to italy i mean i'm from costa rica so my diet has my christmases have always been with tamales which is like this chickpea mass and it's filled mm. with um, more chickpeas, meats, vegetables, and then it's wrapped in a plantain leaf and boiled. And my grandma used to do like 300 tamales in one day. And we would spend since like 10 in the morning to like oh 8 p.m. God. at night making tamales for all of December, <laughs> basically. Oh and, and you then eat you them during them. Christmas or you eat them throughout the month? No, it's like, no, it's all throughout the month, but Christmas dinner has to have tamales. So the, the freezer only was tamales. And like, you know, you wouldn't be up to here with them by the end of December. You're yes. like, I don't want to see that for a year. Um, <laughs> but definitely that's not something that I'm going to have this year. Um, but they, they eat a lot of pasta, you know, you know, Italy, they eat a lot of carbs, they eat a lot of pasta and I, even though I love it, it's not something that I know sits me well. You know, I know that after I eat uh, um, one or two high carb meals during the day, I feel very tired. I feel like I'm hungry again. Um, like my body's just missing some nutrients that I cannot get from those meals. But of course, I'm also very aware that it's one meal and it's one celebration and I'm okay to enjoy it. So that's absolutely fine. But going back to 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 the dishes and what we eat during the holidays, I think that's one of the most important topics that that we can give or tips that we can give, right? It's portions. Uh I don't know how you how you decide what you're going to eat in the plate or do you just kind of eat as you go? Do you eat standing? Do you eat sitting? How is it for you? Mm, I think also like how I st- for me, how I start my day, even during the holidays, is very important. So that for me is like, for example, I love to journal. So this is something I also continue while during the holidays. So like I remember last year, I was just writing like, I'm thankful that I can celebrate with my family. I'm thankful that I can eat the food that I like to enjoy. This is just one thing that I do still in my morning routine. Then I have my bulletproof coffee, which is already like super filling because of the healthy fats 
So it doesn't bring me to a state where I'm like, oh, I'm, it's morning, it's Christmas, I need to stuff myself with um, sugary things. Or so it's, I already feel like, no, this is something that I want to enjoy for dinner more. Mm-hmm. So then um, what I try to do is really have a normal morning routine, like the usual. And then um, with my family, we are seated um, on the dinner table. We have a lot of um, like from meat dishes to vegetable dishes. So that's very nice. And for me, what helps as well is just to, I, for example, I love protein and I love healthy fats. So this is something already like we have turkey always with Christmas. So I would like have turkey 100% and then add it with like, for example, we do like a Mediterranean uh, type of, of table. So we have also my stepfather makes the best um, like um, a tahini and like um, a hummus with it, but also um, how do you call this from uh, from Greece? I think it is. Um, oh, tzatziki. Tzatziki, exactly. Yeah. I like that actually with the turkey and it's with that like yeah. the um, it's of course very high in in fat and it has protein. This makes you already so full, and then with a little bit of vegetables and maybe like the, a little bit of like pastry or things that are like um, fried. But mm-hmm. how I look at it, it's not because I have to, but it's just like oh, I know that protein is so nice and so delicious, and my stepfather takes like a lot of time to prepare it like the turkey and stuff. So I just focus more on that. And then the other little things are really, to me, little things, like a side that maybe as a dessert, I take some tiramisu or something like that. But it's really mm-hmm. as a as a small portion on to what I'm really enjoying, which is like the vegetables. Like, for example, I'm obsessed with Brussels sprouts from the oven. And yeah. I, <laughs> I remember. Yeah, and please have the Brussels sprout and then a little bit of, bit of cheese. But to be honest, eat that with like protein. You're like very already like super full. So a dessert is something just like you enjoy it. Or I love to also like, I always bring funky fat shocks also to my family. So at least there is like a healthy alternative. And my Mm -hmm. grandmother made it last year just with, um, she made like mascarpone um, and she melted the chocolate of funky fat shock. And then she blended it together and it became this chocolate mousse without any sugar. This was like mascarpone and just the funky fat chocolate. And then you blend it together and it becomes this thick chocolate mousse. And then on top, she did a little bit of um, like just uh, cacao nibs. Oh, that sounds amazing. And I was like, wow. And I mean, you don't have to just go all the time for sugar-free options. But the fact that we had this with our family, amazing. Yeah, definitely. I I mean, when you mentioned the when you mentioned the desserts, all, all I could think was was cookies, cookies, cookies. You know, because that's that's what you tend to eat. That's what it's it's easy to have in a bowl, just full of cookies, and you eat them morning, midday, and night. So yeah. it's perfect, so wonderful to have so many. And we're actually launching the the seven healthy Christmas recipes with chocolate, uh, with our funky fat chocks. So that would be perfect for like a healthier option of desserts, or at least a sugar free option. Absolutely. Um, I was actually thinking to print it out, um, and then give it just to my grandmother because she loves baking. Mm-hmm. And you print it out, and you make like a very nice book, it's super nice present to give. Oh yeah, that would be so lovely. Yeah. <laughs> and. Um, Something now that you mentioned because you mentioned the protein, you mentioned the the turkey, then you mentioned the vegetables, and then I'm assuming a lot of people also have like 
mashed potatoes or rice yeah. or I don't know what people eat, but there's always the carbs. But I'm always missing the fats. So yeah. what you mentioned about the tahini hummus and that tzatziki, that's a perfect way of adding fats to what you're eating. Because yeah. from what I remember, I was trying to think like, what type of fats do I usually have in Christmas dinners or holidays? None. Yeah. I, I don't have them. Like I have them during breakfast. Maybe I have like avocado toast. Yeah. Like on a normal day. <clears throat> but during Christmas dinner, I don't remember having any fats. I think also if you can sprinkle your vegetables with extra olive oil, for example, um, mm -hmm. here in the Netherlands, it's very common to add mayonnaise with everything. So mm -hmm. this is also something that you, if you have, and we have some good Belgian mayonnaise in the, in the, in, like, in, the, in the Dutch market. I mean, if you can add that with Turkey, it's so delicious and so filling. And it's one thing mm -hmm. that, um, like the worst combination right is carbs and fats it's the most delicious ones that makes it most these these are the most addictive ones such as cheesecake donuts it's the combination of the trans fat trans mm -hmm. fat and the sugars that makes it you cannot stop moment yeah yeah so my advice would be if you feel and i had also these these christmas where i was just like you know i just don't care i'm just gonna stuff myself i had these moments as well But um, the downside was just the moment that I went to bed, I was just like, did I eat just because I was this, this kind of deprived and I felt like, oh my God, I just need to eat everything because uh, from tomorrow on, I cannot eat this for a full year. But that's to me, at least for me, that doesn't work because yeah. that's just like eating something because you feel like, oh, but I cannot have it anymore. And you're just mm -hmm. going to stuff yourself, but you're not literally in the moment enjoying it. Yeah, this is like this is a process for sure. And I struggled with this a lot that um, like I was also I had also a Christmas uh, where I was just not eating at all and just ate lean vegetables like the lean meats and then the vegetables and that my family was just like, do you have an eating disorder? What is going on? But I was mm -hmm. just so like, no, I cannot eat it because when I start, I will just binge. Yeah, it's Oh, but to get to that level, yeah. to get to that level, it's all about intuitive eating. But I, I mm -hmm. get it. Like, it's not something like, okay, just go intuitive eating. It's a process and you have to accept your body. And also a good thing that I think for a lot of, especially for women, they are always afraid, right, to gain weight during. But remember that, and there are many studies out there, to gain one kilogram, you have to eat like, 8,000 calories on one day, which is most likely, likely you're not going to get there. Yeah. So, you know, like this is just to, to have in mind, like it's super okay to just eat a little bit more than usual and go for that carby food, but eat it, like sit down. I think it's very important. Have a mm -hmm. moment, just not being like, okay, I'm just going to eat whatever it's on the, on the table here. Mm -hmm. No, like ready for the options. Like, okay, this looks very nice. I'm going to have a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Just enjoy it. And mm -hmm. if you have a good dense uh, like meal at night, like with, a, with proteins, with healthy fats, that's okay because you will already be so full that a little dessert is just like something extra, some, you know, like icing on the cake. And that's yeah, yeah. the main thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And actually what, what you were mentioning of, of binge eating, it's something that happens to 
almost all of us because we 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 see the food and we're like oh my god we're not gonna have this tomorrow uh this is the only time i'm gonna be able to eat this christmas dinner etc etc but i have friends i have friends it's, it's a very funny story i have friends that when they go home their grandmas uh or their grandparents or or uh, fathers or or mothers they they make tupperwares for them to take home after so I was like, oh, what what would happen if I actually bring, of course, I'm not going to do it in my in-laws because I'm staying there. But if for people who go to their parents' house to have the dinner, you can take a Tupperware. You know, like people always make extra food. And that way you don't have to have this idea of like, today is the only day that I'm going to be able to eat this. You know, like you take some home and then you know that tomorrow you're going to be able to eat that again or something. I don't know, just as an idea. But what you were saying about binge binge uh, eating that some people do that uh, during Christmas, I was thinking, oh, also also alcohol. You know, that's a big topic we were talking before. And um, maybe you can tell me again what, what has been your experience during this month because holidays are all about also champagne, cava, uh, wine, yeah. this, that. Uh, so you you stopped drinking alcohol for a month. How has that been? Yes, I was very... So the full month of November, my boyfriend and I stopped um, like any alcohol consumption just because in October was my birthday and uh, the end of the month is my birthday and I was like just drinking too much. I I remember like the, um, the 29th or so the day after my birthday, I was like, no, this is... I just felt like my pores alcohol came out of my pores I don't know like it was just so I saw it in my skin I saw it in like under my eyes everything was just I felt like the alcohol also dehydrated me I don't know if it was just I saw mm -hmm. it everywhere and I felt it and um, so November was a very good month for me at least to stop and it made me realize that no I don't want to stop forever with drinking alcohol but I just want to and like drink alcohol to enjoy it on special occasions alcohol we cannot make it any prettier it's poison 100% it's poison it's not yeah. something that uh you have to do and it will make you healthy no there is no way that alcohol is good for you so I would say drink alcohol just on special occasions at least that's how I'm going to try to do it where it's like, okay, to spend um, during Christmas time, have some champagne with family, but not go to an extreme that it's about alcohol to be like, I remember uh, some months ago, I was drinking alcohol just because, oh, I'm having dinner. So you have to drink alcohol. But now how I want to see it is no alcohol is special. So I do it with a special occasion though. So this month, November was amazing that we had so many dinners also with friends. I visited the Netherlands. I visited my family. So many dinners. And I was just not drinking alcohol. And that's so fine. That's so okay. You yeah. just drink water or like now in the winter time, even yesterday, we went out, we went out for dinner. I'm just drinking ginger tea. Yeah. <laughs> no? It's, it's such a cultural thing. Like yeah. I didn't realize it until I moved to Europe. It's such alcohol is such a cultural thing, and not just yes. not just cava and champagne and so on. But I know in in uh, Germany and some parts of Italy they have the Luvine, yes. yeah, for example. Wine. Then there are other places that there's this like hot wine with apple. Um, you know, like these mixes that people have in different countries, and it's part of also the holidays. Yes, but during quarantine, what you just said during quarantine, I was like why why 
do we drink alcohol? Like, that's a very valid question. Why? It, it brings no benefits. It yeah. doesn't matter if it has sugar, it doesn't have sugar. If it has alcohol, it doesn't have alcohol. It doesn't bring any benefits. Yeah. We drink it on a social, like as a social activity. And we don't need it at all. When I was walking yesterday uh, through the city here in London, I noticed a lot of like all the bars were still open. And I was thinking that like London is very known for like the working environment, right? That it's all about like during the week, you perform, you work until 10 p.m. And then you go to the bar to drink. And it's like a de-stress. People use it as a de-stress. And if you can find another way to de-stress, go to the sauna, read a book, uh, go for a walk when you're done with work, uh, do a workout. It's, you will see like, oh, I don't need alcohol when I'm at home to de-stress. There are other ways to de-stress and to de yeah. And I think that this is very, in some cultures, so common just to be like, okay, it's nighttime, let's, uh, let's grab a beer. But if you can switch that mentality to, well, I always respect it when people tell me, oh, I only drink a little bit in the weekends so it's very clear for yourself like okay i'm not drinking during the week yeah. and the weekends i just have a, a glass or two these yeah. things can help i mean then it's just very clear for yourself okay no it's weekend it's weekday i don't drink yeah holidays for example of course i mean it's normal that you will drink um if your family does it you want to enjoy it uh go for if you want to I would like definitely suggest not to go for like these sugary cocktails, to be honest. Uh, but then go for wet wine, go for champagne, go for prosecco cava. Mm. Um, also, that for example, with the with the bubbles, it helps a lot to feel full. So you you can't drink like bottles full. Like it's something that eventually um, you're like, okay, I'm done after a couple of of glasses. So it's also something that, and especially also with the red wine, people are they tend to drink slower with wet wine than going for like a cocktail and you have no idea how much sugar it has and you just mm -hmm. drink it and afterwards comes the sugar dip and stuff. So you will you want to keep that and you're drinking more and more and at one yeah. point it just hits you and you also don't want to be that that person on the family dinner being the drunk one. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Been <laughs> there as well. So yeah. it's, it's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fun at all yeah no definitely on the moment though you think it's the best idea ever but then the next day you hear the stories <laughs> what you did and you're like that was not me <laughs> yeah it's very true yeah and yeah no definitely I mean yeah like what I mentioned before of course of course I still ask myself why but at the same time I love it so much you know and also I drink only with friends as a as a social thing to to do yeah. you know to hang out to talk to whatever but but we never you were saying before how it doesn't help sleep how it actually hurts sleep yeah. because your body I was reading like really quickly but your body metabolizes the, the the enzymes in the liver during the night so some people are like oh you should drink a glass of wine right before you go to bed yeah of course it's a sedative so it makes you feel like very tired and sleepy yes. and so on but later on during the night it actually interrupts your sleep because your body's still metabolizing that yeah you are not with alcohol with alcohol you're not going to a deep state of sleep so this is something that i don't know if you also have these moments the moment when you drink a lot you mm -hmm can still 
for example, on a Friday night, you drink and you, you already tell yourself, oh my God, tomorrow morning, I'm gonna, because it's Saturday, I'm gonna sleep in. It never happens. No. You still wake up at eight o'clock and you're like, why? It's because of the alcohol. You're not getting mm. into deep sleep. Doesn't matter. You go to bed at three o'clock in the morning, still you wake up early and you're like, why? It's supposed yeah. to. These are the things you're like, this not going into a deep state of sleep. Mm -hmm. which is super important because it's the moment we recover. It's the moment we also do like fasting. It's the moment you really kind of reset your whole body. Sleep is mm -hmm. number one. And if we already drink every day, it's for a long, like in the long run, it's going to affect not like it's going to affect your sleep, which at the end affects your whole met metabolism, metabolism. It affects your whole state. It affects your, your body, everything. So it's super, super important to at least during the week have days where you just don't drink. That's very important. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and um, oh, don't fall under pressure. That was another one that, that I, I had written that I wanted to talk about because like you said, like all these negative aspects to it, but we also like like to drink. But if you don't want to drink, if there's anyone who just doesn't want to have that glass of cava, doesn't want to have that glass of wine, yeah, you don't have to like, don't feel under, don't fall under pressure. I know that family can be, some families can be like, oh, come on, why are you not drinking? Yeah. We're celebrating, we're celebrating, yeah. especially New Year's, for example, as well. Um, It's okay, you know, like if you don't want to have to have a glass of cava, have a glass of water, have a glass of sparkling uh, water, you know? Yeah, yes. By the way, a very nice drink as well to have is, for example, apple cider vinegar with just sparkling water and these kind of things. Like even now I, in London, I saw it already just like sugar-free sparkling, uh, like tonic, for example, but then a, like a more healthier version uh well olipop of course in the states is very mm -hmm. nice if you don't feel like it you don't want to go for like a soda like uh, these sugary drinks go for like a healthier option or just make like with lemon make your own lemonade drink mm -hmm. it in a beautiful glass it's super nice you don't have to yeah and also what i noticed in my family at least and they're gonna hate me when i'm saying this but i feel also like pressure of oh eat and oh just drink My secret is always, yeah, 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 later. <laughs> I just <laughs> make it a thing, you know? If you make it yeah. a thing, they're going to look at you like, when is she drinking? Oh, is she pregnant? Why is she not drinking? Like, all these eyes <laughs> on me. So, and now I'm just like, yeah, yeah, I will, yeah, grandma, grandmother, I will grab an, a wine later. Just a little bit. Let me enjoy my food. Yeah. <laughs> and then they forget me, you know? And then it's yeah. not me anymore. Yeah, and yeah, I'm absolutely. And, and drinking slowly. Because I know my family, as soon as they see the glass empty, they're like, oh, refill, refill, yes. you know, and they bring the glass and you're like, no, no, I'm okay, I'm okay. So if you drink slowly, very slowly, then they're they're just gonna leave you to, to drink, you know? Yes. And also like, it's very nice to see alcohol during the festivities, more like, oh, this is a nice complimentary thing to add with the food. So for example, if you're eating fish, of course, it's very nice to just have one white glass of white wine with the fish, but just feeling like, oh, this is the nice combination. I'm taking it slowly. I'm enjoying it. I'm like, I'm having the, the like, say, say, like flavor sensation in my mouth. Just really being like, oh, I'm gonna fully be in the moment mm -hmm. and enjoying the alcohol, enjoying the food. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think to summarize then everything that we've been saying, the tips we would give are um, 
eat your food in order. So what you were saying, like have the protein, the vegetables uh, first, yeah, and the fats. And the fats. For sure. for, like before you go, before you go to any sugary things, because it will make you already full. Yeah, exactly. Then drink options that are sugar-free and low-carb because carb-full drinks such as beer fill you up immediately and yeah. then you're, it's just, it just makes it worse. Um, and also uh, have sugar-free or healthier dessert options. Yes, we are, of course, like it's now very, we're fortunate that we have so many options to do so. So what we have in our family, we are responsible for each dish. So one person is responsible for dessert, one person is responsible for like the main uh, dish. If you're, for example, responsible for the, like for the desserts, amazing, have a sugar-free option out there as well that you feel like, okay, this is something that I can enjoy fully. Um and it's so nice also to surprise your family with like a tiramisu that's keto and people are like, whoa, is this sugar-free? This is amazing. Yeah. It's delicious. And just to help, I mean, I have a, unfortunately, I have people with diabetes in my family. So this is something very important that uh, mm -hmm. we have other options for them. And, um, and it's not something that diabetes uh, type 2 comes, it comes because of the diet. So yeah. I'm very aware of of the things you have to eat or the things definitely that you have to like mm -hmm. not eat basically. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And actually in the ebook that we're going to bring for for the Christmas chocolate recipes, all of the recipes have erythritol because it's the zero GI um sweeten natural sweetener that we also use in the chocolates yeah. and it's something that everyone with diabetes can enjoy. Like they can enjoy it without it having to spike their their blood sugar. So the recipes are are diabetic friendly yeah and what also another tip i would recommend is like don't make yourself like don't be too hard on yourself the deck the days after it's not about that afterwards you have to go on a fasting diet because you have to like get or go on a treadmill for hours because you get to have to burn all these calories away that is not a mentality it's not sustainable and you will not feel happy afterwards about it i just I think that you just be like, okay, this was an amazing Christmas. I enjoyed, I had the, all the foods that I wanted to eat. I still had my proteins. I still had good nutritional food, whole foods. And here and there I had some sweets. That's totally fine. And then the day after, so like for some countries, the 26th or uh, in the Netherlands, the 27th, just have a normal day. Go, just do your normal routine. Have your normal breakfast or do your intermittent fasting as you normally did. Uh, do some workouts, move. It's okay. Like, yeah, I think yeah. it's really being like just okay and loving your body and knowing that you had a good time. And for example, one of my um, to-dos that I want to do in, during Christmas is I have this, um, I got it for my birthday this box of uh, of questions that I um, that you can play with your family and you can learn more about them, right? So mm -hmm. these are just like a very deep common like uh, conversation that I want to have with with my family, and if that means that we need to drink like like a glass with it, that's totally fine. But I really want to have this um, holiday season more like go connect with with my family more because I don't live in the Netherlands I don't live in Brazil where my family is as well so when I do see my family I want to make it intense or I want to make yeah. it special um so I don't know like these kind of things it's just also that I put 
less focus on the food I put more focus on another priority just games for example or yeah and then the the less the other things are just less important yeah 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 you mentioned two important topics there that I also wanted to touch on but the movement movement is so important we haven't even talked about it but like of course saying uh well for me I mean in Costa Rica it's uh our summer so well summer per se it's not raining and it's very hot so of course I would say oh go for a run but <laughs> here it's really cold so it's not something that that you can do so definitely games are a great thing to include with your family whether it's charades and you have to stand up and move and act yeah. and do stuff like that um or if it's like uh if, if you don't want to do drinking games but you want to play flipped cup or uh, beer pong yeah. or whatever you can also play with water you can play with sparkling water you can play with wine you can do whatever you want and that makes you stand up keep moving rather than sitting the whole time and talking so yeah. there are definitely many games that can be played as a family um that keeps you active and in the morning even if it's just like stretching in the morning before before heading out to have breakfast or whatever or if you do intermittent fasting just continue with your intermittent fasting I think to keep that in mind like every time you can move move if if you have to walk somewhere and it's one kilometer and because it's really cold you want to take the car maybe put on some extra coat and walk yeah. you know like if it's not far or anything that can include a little bit of movement, not not with the mentality of like, oh, I need to burn the calories that I ate yesterday, but with the mentality of like, oh, I need to keep my body moving also because it gives endorphins, it makes you feel happier, it, it helps with your with your gut as well. So yeah, it's definitely something we, we didn't talk about, but I love that that you brought up the playing games with the family because that's something that I don't see a lot of people doing and it's so much fun. Like even if you don't have kids in the family, who cares you're an adult so we can play oh, we can absolutely. play other types of games that's absolutely yeah. yeah no definitely I'm already getting super excited yeah <laughs> same yeah, yeah so I think like it's great to when people want to um, uh, listen to this podcast we already have the low carb uh, keto options desserts available right yeah yes absolutely they can already download it I'll leave the link in the description as well yeah fantastic no, it's, uh, I think it's something like, especially this is the, what is it? The first, no, no, it's more like the second holiday after the whole pandemic, right? Like the whole, yes. people can still enjoy and be with the whole family again. So it's, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, appreciate the moments that we have, right? With the family and, um, and just fully enjoy being the moment. And then, uh, yeah, the day after it's just another day and just go back to the normal routine. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, well, that's that's it from, from my side, I think. We end that in a really nice note here. And I hope everybody enjoys their holidays. Yeah. And thank you so much, Lisa. Thank you, Amanda.